Get used to the mantra, all gas, no brakes. We're gonna find passionate people that love the game of football, that they hate losing more than they love winning. Welcome back, everybody, to the Jetsway podcast. It's Jake, Sean, Lorenzo, breaking down everything that's new in the world with our favorite football team, the New York Jets. Free agency is about two weeks away in the NFL. Deshaun Watson made it perfectly clear to the Houston Texans that it's time to move on. He has no interest in playing for them anymore. The franchise tag is in full effect pretty soon. A lot of our free agency dreams are just going to be put to a halt because their teams will put them on the franchise tag and try to negotiate a long-term deal. And of course, it just feels like there's this magical quarterback carousel, kind of like what we see with the head coaching carousel at the end of the season. And every team seems to be open to all options to be their quarterback next season. So we're going to break it all down. But first, how's everybody doing today? I'm doing good. Free agency is definitely getting close, closer by the day, and uh, I can't wait. I'm doing well, boys. Good Monday. Spring training starting up, so doing well. Spring training started up, and I actually, believe it or not, guys, I bought some tickets today to go see my Brooklyn Nets play basketball for the first time in over wow. a calendar year. I'm That's huge. Who I'm they very playing? excited. They're playing the Washington Wizards. Nice. Should be a nice. It should, you know, I'm yeah. definitely betting the over that game. There, there won't be any defense sure. played, but <laughs> – um, definitely excited to get back to see a sporting event. I haven't been. I know Lorenzo, you're at the Knicks game on Saturday night. Yeah, it was a great time. I mean, it was only 2,000 fans, but it was still loud. It was still amazing, and just being at a sporting event after the year we just went through was just refreshing, honestly. Now, did you have to go through all the COVID protocols to get to this to this game, or did you get any type of fast pass special treatment? I did. I went to MSG. The game started at 8. I was there at 6.30, and I got tested, and it took, like, 20 minutes to get my results back, and you then didn't I was good to go. You didn't have to do this PCR test that is required to get into Barclays Center because I have to schedule an appointment three days before the game, according to the – Yeah, you have, you have to be negative at least, like, 72 hours before and, like, yeah. show have proof. Okay. All right. Yeah. I've never gotten COVID tested before, so someone's going to have to say a prayer for me because I'm not very good with needles – no, nah, it's just they I, just I, threw I don't it know up how the nose. Gonna, yeah, I know, but I, I'm not used to objects being up anywhere. So, for sure, if it's touching the brain, I, I don't know. But if anything happens to me, I, I know you guys will do a good job of carrying on with this podcast. Uh, yes, sir. Noble work we're doing here. <laughs> All right, so let's talk some Deshaun Watson, why don't we? So, last week, Dan Graziano of ESPN.com came out with the report that Deshaun Watson sat down with new Texans head coach David Culley and told him, hey, there's no way I'm playing for this team. It's over. I want to be traded. I will not be a Houston Texan next year. That was a lot of what Texans owner Cal McNair wanted to hear. Let alone, not really exactly what he wanted to hear, but he wanted Watson to kind of tell them to their faces that he's not playing for them. And Deshaun Watson did the respectful thing that any classy player would do, like, he is it's well documented sat down with David Culley told him you know nothing against you or Nick Casario but it goes beyond that having said that the Texans still are not answering the phone I don't know why it makes no sense from a business standpoint but here we are and the Jets 
seem to be on a little bit of a revive here by our national media. We had Jeremy Fowler, who not, not too long ago said, the Jets are not a possibility. They don't get your hopes up, is what Adam Schefter said of ESPN. But now all of a sudden, oh, well, the Texans might want to draft Zach Wilson. They might like Justin Fields. They might like one of these rookie quarterbacks. Just so happens that the most storied Houston beat reporter said if the Texans were to move Deshaun Watson, they would want to draft the second best quarterback in this draft class. So I wanted to hear what everybody had to say about this because this is something we've discussed for weeks. Not too long ago on the podcast, actually, we talked about, hey, when are we drawing a deadline for this thing? So I want to hear about when you guys are drawing a line in the sand here with this Watson's, Watson sweepstakes and when you think he's moved because it, it's just a matter of when, not if. Yeah, definitely when and not if. Um, it's got to be before the draft. They have to, that's, that's when his value would be the highest, in my opinion. There's a lot of teams that could trade for him that are pick two or three in the draft. I mean, know who, who those teams are. Um, we got GMs leaving trade proposals on Nick Casario's voicemail. So that's, that's definitely new and funny. Um, but it's got to be before the draft, and I do think he will ultimately be moved. Yeah, I definitely agree. Give me, a, um, give me a date, Sean. I'm sorry, Lorenzo. I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, let, let, let's hear a date when this is going to happen. When should I circle my calendar? April 8th. Okay, will be so the about, day Deshaun Watson is traded. So what's that, like two weeks before the two draft? Two weeks before a draft day around there. Okay, okay. I'm sorry to cut you off. I just... Oh, you're good. Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, just you pretty much hit it on the head there, um, Sean. Like, why would you not want to why would you not trade him after he clearly said, I'm not like, I'm not playing another game for this franchise. You should trade him probably when his value is the most high, which is obviously before the draft. So they can pick their quarterback and start their rebuild. Like, why would you wait till after the draft, you know, obviously be terrible for a year and then have to worry about, Oh, is, is this quarterback in the next draft class better than what we could have had in Justin Fields or Zach Wilson. So yeah, I would say in the next month, honestly, I know there's 60 days until the draft. I would say at least 30 to 35 days. He's probably going to – I would hope he would, you know, get traded. The Texans would be wise to trade him tomorrow. Absolutely. Like, what? I don't know what they're waiting for. Free agency is in two weeks, and I think we're going to do our quarterback pairings tonight, but I, I think I counted around eight teams are in the market for a quarterback, a, perhaps a different guy than what they started last year on opening day. So – Every day they wait, the list grows smaller and smaller. And if you dare to not trade him before the draft, what are you doing? Because the team you trade him to, you're going to be trading for future assets. I got news for you. Let's say they trade him to the Carolina Panthers after the draft. The Carolina Panthers lost how many one possession? I, I think, what was it, like four or five one possession games they lost last year? They seemed to be in it every single Sunday. Okay, they didn't come away with the win because they didn't have that quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater is average at best. You bring in a Deshaun Watson with Drew Brees probably out of the division now. Tom Brady's a year older. I, I get it. He seems to be immortal, but he's still a year older. And he'll, how much longer does he have? Like another two years? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So you have Deshaun Watson ruling that division year after year. These future assets are going to be picks in what, the 20s? Late twenties, they're they're clearly a playoff team with Watson. So, how are you going to find your next franchise quarterback 
picking that late in the draft. It, it just doesn't make much sense to me there. So time is of the essence for Houston. And one thing that I really found interesting was the fact that Justin Fields and Deshaun Watson share an agent. Do you really think the Texans want to deal with another one of these clients? I forgot the agent's name, but uh, it's irrelevant at the point. They share an agent. All you guys need to know. So they clearly don't want to do business with this guy again. This is favoring the Jets here, and I think it's up to Joe Douglas to offer up and put forth his best offer, which is, hey, you might not get Trevor Lawrence, but you see all these teams talking about Zach Wilson? What are we doing here, guys? Let's make a deal. Just want to hear what you guys had to say there. Now, that's why the number two pick that the Jets have is is very key in this whole thing because they get their pick at their quarterback after Trevor, and that could be what ultimately get gets the Jets um, Watson, but we'll see what uh, Joe Douglas is willing to do. Yeah, if Joe Douglas is willing to give up what the Texans want, Deshaun Watson you know, should be ours because – they get to choose their next quarterback. Obviously everybody wants Trevor Lawrence, but only the Jaguars will get him. But why would you wait till pick seven, wait for other teams? You know, who knows two picks, two, three, four could be quarterbacks. And you're, you know, you're waiting on, you're picking the fourth best quarterback in the draft. You know, you gotta, that's, you gotta pick at number two that you get to choose your guy. And that's, that's, that's it. Now, I don't know about you guys, but hear me out here. I posted on our, I took over the Twitter reins uh, not too long ago. I posted a pretty wild theory here. What if the Jets – let's just say Deshaun Watson's not traded for the draft. He's still a member of the Houston Texans. Let's say the Jets keep Sam Darnold, okay? Don't draft Zach, Zach Wilson or Justin Fields. They keep Darnold. They either draft Penay Sewell or – I don't know, pick, pick a receiver, Jamar Chase, which would be, oh God, or a tight end. God. Please oh, not. A not yeah, yeah, no. But, or they trade back and get more picks to possibly add them to a Deshaun Watson deal or use that pick for another lineman to protect Deshaun Watson and then trade other future assets. I feel like if they keep Sam and Darnold or, or Watson is still on the Texans, you're eliminating a lot of other suitors. You, Carolina is not going to sit there, you know, holding their jocks at number eight and not get a quarterback. It's, it's not going to happen. Okay. They're clearly going to, they could be trading up to two with us. We could take a team out of the Watson Derby. There you go. Give them a, a little bit less of a price to trade up to number two from eight. Or who's another team that's in Denver Broncos. They need a quarterback. Are they really going to sit there at number nine? It's just not going to happen. These teams are not all just going to sit and wait. They're going to draft their quarterbacks. If they can get their hands on a Zach Wilson that's highly touted or Justin Fields or somebody like that, or even Trey Lance, who uh, Connor Livesy, our last guest, was very high on, thinks he's right there with uh, Wilson and Fields. So my whole point here is what if the Jets keep Sam while, Darnold, while Watson is still a member of the Texans, would that drive you guys crazy, or would you see a possible plan there? I'll tell you what. If Joe Douglas pulled something like that off, kept, kept Sam Darnold throughout the offseason, traded back in the draft, let's say get a receiver or someone like that, and played, really played the long game like that and landed Deshaun Watson, that would be just a crazy chess move right there. 
unlikely, but that would be insanity. It, it really would show you, right, that he knows what he's doing he and would has have an a actual precise vision. plan. Yeah, he would have a very precise plan. Imagine that using that number two overall Man. pick in the end and still getting Deshaun getting Watson. Like I, crazy. I don't know. Go ahead, Lorenzo. I, I, yeah, it's I a crazy theory, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. Like seriously, it's, it's not. It could happen. Yeah, I would, I would be singing his praises nonstop if, if, that, if that was pulled off. But, you know, who knows? Who knows what, what's up his sleeve? But hopefully he just has a plan. That's all I ask for. Now, before we move on, because obviously we have a lot to discuss today, but I want to get on some Jets Twitter right now, okay? Because I've been seeing a lot of outrageous takes and unfair comments towards uh, Peter Schrager, who is the host of Good Morning Football on the NFL Network it's with, uh, you know, Nate Burleson, all those guys and gals. Um, but he posted this trade offer. Okay. So the Jets would receive Deshaun Watson. The Texans would receive the following. The second overall pick in this year's draft. The 23rd overall pick in this year's draft. Sam Darnold. Quinnen Williams and Denzel Mims and majority of our fan base on Twitter who are in our mentions and on our timeline acted like this was the biggest heist the Texans would be pulling off. Like the jets are getting like Mark Sanchez as their quarterback for all these players. <laughs> okay. After sitting through Geno Smith, Bryce Betty, Christian Hackenberg, uh, who well, Matt Sims or signing David Garrard when he couldn't play anymore. Okay. We're sitting here complaining about getting Deshaun Watson. Where, what are we doing here? Seriously? Because if I were to analyze this trade, we still have two first round picks for next year with Deshaun Watson on the roster. So after this year, it's pretty much like, let's, who, do, who are the jets going to draft this year? They're going to draft the quarterback. Okay. Clearly Deshaun Watson's better there. You're going to draft an offensive edge. line, an yeah. edge. Okay. That edge is a lottery pick. Okay, so that's like you wouldn't trade an edge for Deshaun. Come on, man. What are we doing here? And the players, Darnold, irrelevant if he's not your guy. I get it. You could maybe trade him for other picks and whatnot, but more, we really need more lottery tickets. We're, we're trying to get a franchise quarterback here. Isn't this the whole goal of the offseason to finally solve our quarterback dilemma? Quinnen Williams, I get it. Had really turned the corner last year. This has nothing to do with me not liking the draft pick uh, three years ago. But correct me if I'm wrong here, guys. But have the Jets not have great? Have, have the Jets not had great defensive tackles before? I think of Mo Wilkerson, Sheldon Richardson, Snacks Harrison, Leonard Williams. Where did that get us exactly without a quarterback? Were, were those guys replaceable? Clearly, they were with Quinnen, right? <laughs> and Denzel Bems. It had a nice little rookie year, had moments last year. He probably should have gotten the ball more. But this is like – I'm going to use an analogy for you guys right here. All right. Who, who's a really good young quarterback? Like, who could we think of that was like a young guy a couple of years ago that really blossomed? Um, let, let's put our heads together here. Who, who was like a high pick a couple of years ago? Give me like a, a Kyler pick. Murray? Yeah. Not someone older than that? Okay. Let, actually, let's just – let's go with this one. Let's say in 2011-2012, Russell Wilson, ironically enough, who was in the prime of his career, okay, the Seahawks called us up. They said, hey, we're going to give you guys Russell Wilson for two first-round picks, Muhammad Wilkerson, 
who was the young receiver for us? Devin Smith at that time, right? Or Stephen Hill? And oh, Stephen so, Hill. So, Muhammad <laughs> Wilkerson, Stephen no. Hill, and your quarterback on the roster already, Mark Sanchez or Geno Smith. What do you guys say? You're doing that. Yeah, yeah, it's no brainer. You're doing yeah. that, and this is no what brainer. it reminds me of. I get it, Quinn and everybody think I hate to break it to everybody, but Muhammad Wilkerson and Richardson, they made Pro Bowls before. I'm pretty sure Mo Wilkerson yeah. was an uh, was an All Pro, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, what do you guys think there? Because I am doing that in a New York minute. <laughs> Kill me that, all you want to. That Twitter mentions. It's a lot to give up. It really is, but I don't think it's that crazy. Like, I'm definitely not on the side of, like, that's an outrageous deal. That's really not a crazy deal. I could, I might be able to be convinced to do that. It's, it's tough giving up all that, but it's Deshaun Watson. We haven't had a quarterback in literally never. So it's kind of tough saying no to that. If that is the deal to get it done, it, it really is tough to say no. So how do we turn that might into a yes? Like, would you, would you rather give up four first-round picks total? Like, if a team called, called the Jets right now and said, hey, we're going to give you two first-round picks for Quinn and Williams, are you doing that? It depends where the picks are, but yeah. You traded Jamal Adams for two first-round picks, and we all love that. You're doing that trade, all right? I, yeah. I'm sorry. I hate to tell everybody. If a team called said two first-round picks for a defensive tackle with all these other issues on the team, yes, done deal. So, Lorenzo, what do, what do you think there? I'm, I'm doing it. I'm honestly doing it. Obviously, picks two and 23, that's a given. Sam Darnold, he's getting replaced by Watson. Quentin Williams and Mims, yes, they're solid, good young players, but I think those are those players are replaceable and they're not gonna help us potentially go to the playoffs or win a Super Bowl. Like they're good complementary pieces, don't get me wrong, but this is also Deshaun Watson and we have to take that next step to become a, a really good um, competitive franchise. My last thought before we move on here, the more and more I read into this Jets-Watson offer stuff, the more I think Quinnen Williams is going to be in any trade proposal or the Texans are going to demand Quinnen Williams in any trade involving the New York Jets. So yeah. I'm sorry. I don't think they would ask for Mims. I no, that, that one was Quinnen. weird. Yeah, I could see that's for, for Quinnen and Sam, but Sam really doesn't make sense either. Well, Sam, they can flip for more draft picks. That's, That's the whole yeah. idea behind that one. But defensive tackle, the Jets have had. Quarterback, never. Take that one to bed with, it, with yourselves, yeah. everybody. <laughs> All right. That was eerie. That was right, eerie. right. I know I try. I try to be original <laughs> as often as I can. Not too often, but here we did. All right. So... Moving on here. Marcus May is expected to be franchise tagged by the New York Jets, according to SNY's Ralph Bacchiano. About the franchise tag for a safety is close to $11 million a season or just for this one season because it's the franchise tag. Whatever. So May, franchise tag. Don't know if the Jets are going to work on a long-term deal with Marcus May. Robert Sala might see how he fits in the defense. Then after the season starts, then they start negotiating. What do you guys think of the decision to franchise tag May, let alone – or as opposed to signing him to a contract extension? You guys cool letting him play on the tag, or what are we thinking? I'd be fine letting him play on the tag. He is, he is older for a first-time free agent, but I wouldn't mind signing him to a long-term deal either. If I had my pick, I guess I would pick long-term, but not really long-term. I guess like a three, three four-year deal max. 
but I think that's a fair value for him for one year. Absolutely. Yeah, I think he was, what was it, 10 to 11 million, somewhere in that range that he'd be getting? Yes, yes. Yeah. And if it was like long term, it would probably be like seven or eight million per per year, I think they were looking at. But Oh, he's getting more than that long term. Yeah. Man. yeah. Or maybe that was mid-season they were looking at that number. But yeah, 10, 11 million dollars for a year. You see how he fits into the defense. It's a safety, you know, so it's not like, you know, you don't have, you don't have to lock him up long term. Um, but I would like it. He's a good, he's a good, um, good solid player. I just think the Jets aren't in that type of position where we can just let talented players yeah. walk out of here for nothing. Yeah. I get it. You get that that pick next year, the compensation pick. But that, what kind of a message are we sending here? Marcus May has been here for all these rough seasons. He's been a good soldier. Unlike his ex-teammate Jamal Adams, never said a word criticizing everybody. Granted, the thing he said about Greg Williams after that Raiders game was justified. Okay, that was just pure idiocy by Greg Williams. It was great at the time, but <laughs> but but now we can just call it idiocy. Um, so yes, Marcus May needs to stay. Don't let him leave for nothing. However, however, I think it's really important that Robert Sala evaluates his fit in the defense because once we get to midseason, I definitely let him play on the tag. I'm fine by that. You sign him to a long-term deal. Won't won't hear any complaining from me. Once we get to the trade deadline. If this team was the way it was last year and Marcus May isn't really fitting the defense, they have concerns about him being a little bit older, you trade him for a second or third round pick in the upcoming draft and, and just cut your losses there. But I, I don't want to just franchise tag him for that sole purpose. I, I do want Marcus May to be a solution here. And, you know, he's a, he's a really solid player. And you know, me, when me and Sean first started the show, around last year's draft, I was here saying sign Marcus May to an extension, trade Jamal Adams. So it would be nice to see that come to fruition. It took Sean a little, it took Sean a little longer, but we, we, we brought him over to the good side. <laughs> oh man. Memories. All those picks were strong safety. Wow. Yeah. Well, maybe Seattle can draft an offensive lineman in this upcoming draft to help out their uh, disgruntled quarterback that's going to have J.J. Watt <laughs> chasing him. J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones, Aaron Donald, all those guys. Ooh. Nick Bosa coming back. Yeah, it should be fun. That's so rough. Wow. Oh, or maybe next year they can draft an offensive lineman. <laughs> oh, oh wait. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that's out the window too. Speaking of disgruntled quarterbacks, it's time to play a little game here, boys, and we are going to – play a little bit of matchmaker with these quarterbacks that are hitting the open market or could hit the open market along with the ones in the draft. So let's have at it a little bit of musical quarterbacks, as I like to call it. We're excluding one. We are not going to waste any time talking about where Trevor Lawrence is going. He's going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. If any of you had a different answer for where he was going, I hate to break it to you. That's the only possible wrong answer for this game and you will be disqualified. Okay, good. That's, that, that's nobody then. So our first contestant on the game is the man we were just talking about, Russell Wilson. Disgruntled. The Jets, clearly not a possibility for anybody wondering. Where's Russell Wilson playing football in the year of 2021, according to you guys? The Seattle Seahawks. He's staying put. That's a good one, yeah. <laughs> I 100% agree. Seattle. 
I said Seattle, but I'm not going to lie. I think the Oakland Raiders make so much sense. Wow. They they yeah. really do. I would love to see that as, as yeah, a football Yeah, that, that honestly well, be well, as Jets, watch. Yes. Give me a quick mock deal. Quick. Quick mock trade right now between the Raiders and the Seahawks. I'd say they- – I would say three first-round picks and Derek Carr if, if something were to happen, but I, I don't know if the Seahawks accept that. They'd be um, crazy, too. Yeah, so – and also, as Jets fans, that Seattle first-round pick <laughs> next year. It's the, oh, man. The, the stock is it's through the roof. If Seattle knew this was happening at this time last year, we, Douglas would have been able to only get like a one and maybe a four or five. Wow. But I didn't even love. think about that. I didn't even think <laughs> about that. Love. Love, love everybody. Clown. All right, so our next contestant amongst disgruntled quarterbacks is another guy we talked about not too long ago, and that is Mr. Deshaun Watson. And think he's. I think it's pretty safe to say he'll be playing elsewhere next year. So, but where? But where? I'm gonna go with the Miami Dolphins, oh, uh, just because of the pick and. You know, I don't want to pick our boys in green. I don't want to jinx. And I have a feeling maybe you guys might pick the Jets. So so you chose violence Miami. is what you're saying. <laughs> I, I, I chose pain, yes. You know, Sean, I wrote down Miami, too, and then I crossed it out. And Let's I put the New, York, the New York football Jets, baby. He's coming home. It. He's coming to the Jets. I'm just putting good vibes out there. Well, you just completely stole my thunder. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I should have started that one because I hate – I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be brought up on cold takes exposed or something like oh, that. No. But I hate to say it, boys. I'm going to get laughed at for this and, and crushed, but whatever. Deshaun Watson's going to be playing for the New York Jets next year. Then that's, wow. that's a fact. Let me explain why. So I don't think he blocks a trade to the Jets. I think he just wants to get out of Houston. He's not going to make this difficult. Okay, no more holdups. I think he just wants to move on. We don't have to worry about him forcing his way to, let's say, the Miami Dolphins or Carolina or Denver. I, I don't know how Carolina and Denver are all of a sudden these, these powerhouse teams that we, we've never known about before. But all, they're picking eighth and ninth in the draft this year, but they're light years ahead of us. But what do I know? So there's that. I think the Texans will take the best deal on the, on the table, and that's where Watson will go. He's going to make this very easy for them because he wants to leave that badly. Like I brought up before, I don't think the Texans want to deal with another one of uh, Deshaun Watson's agent's clients. So Zach Wilson makes a ton of sense for them. And if I'm Joe Douglas, I leak out all the smoke in the world. We love Zach Wilson. The Jets are enamored by Zach Wilson. He's their guy. He crushed the one-on-one. Everything. Oh, his parents are great. Anything (laughs) about Zach Wilson, put it out there. Put it out there and maybe leak a little bit of negative press about Justin Fields. I don't, I, this is bad for me to say, but Dr. maybe, Evil over maybe, here. maybe, maybe leak something out. Hey, Justin Fields has some real bad character. He doesn't, I, I'm not putting that out there that he does, but if I was in the position of authority for the Jets, I would be saying, oh, a lot of teammates thought Justin Fields was overrated. Uh, you know, his breath stunk. So, anything. Anything to deter the Texans from drafting him. Trey Lance, oh, not enough tape. Scouts are concerned. He, he's so far off from Trevor. He wouldn't be the first quarterback drafted next year. Anything in the world, put it at negative about all those other guys. But Zach Wilson, 
he's the greatest thing since like that 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 Trevor Lawrence story. If that was Joe Douglas, major props there. We're we're doing our jobs correctly. So that's how I feel about that. And if you're the Texans, man, the these these notions that the Panthers and the Broncos can put together. I'm glad that we can finally rule out the Bears and the Steelers and the Saints. Those, those teams made no sense for obvious reasons. But what are you going to trade Deshaun Watson for? You're going to trade him to the eighth overall pick to draft a cornerback or a tight end, and then maybe next year draft a guard? Like, what are you doing at quarterback? What are you selling your fans? Teddy Bridgewater? Drew Locke? Mm-hmm. Give, me, give me a break. <laughs> He's coming back. He's coming back. Well, his brother apparently is this big Jets fan that I, that I heard about. He's coming to the Jets. Case closed. Miami, you really want to trade Deshaun Watson for Laramie Tunsil? Straight up, I get it. It's a new regime. They don't really care. But if the owner was there for all that, yeah, get ready. Yeah, Jake, I I think you got to hop on Twitter and tell Twitter that your sources are telling you that Justin well, Fields has character concerns, and the Jets will be taking Zach Wilson. Well, I'm not one of these uh, <laughs> these guys on Twitter or gals for that matter that try to become reporters and think common knowledge is considered a source. So I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put pen to paper saying that Deshaun Watson's going to the Jets. I want it to be on audio because if people are digging this up, that means we're doing something right in this, but in our, uh, in our venture here. So Jets Watson, let's move on. (laughs) A far less exciting uh, veteran quarterback that will be, likely playing elsewhere next year is Cam Newton, formerly of the Patriots in the AFC East. So where will Cam play next year? This one was hard. This one was very hard. Where Un- will Cam Newton be? Unemployment hard? is an option, just so you know. I think There's I think we'll get a job. Team in Madden. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll get a job. Does he start? Mm, that is tough. And like the teams and like the fits is it's hard to say. It really is hard to say. Um, man, I'll say the Bears. We're just throwing darts out here. Yeah, I I was gonna say New England at first as like a backup, and I'll explain later. But I think I think it's either New England or Chicago. So I'll, I'll just go New England for now as a backup. I find I I think New England is a real possibility. I think the players liked him there a lot. I have an interesting one. How about the Miami Dolphins? Fitzpatrick probably yeah. wa- doesn't want to be back there because he thought that he maybe should should have been starting last year. He doesn't really feel like mentoring Tua. I don't know. I think Cam, uh, Cam could kind of be that relief pitcher in the bullpen if Tua's not panning out. He's a great teammate. Even if Tua goes down, I think Cam is a well above average backup. Miami. That's my pick. I like it. I speaking them. speaking of another quarterback that just seems to be done with the team he's on right now by deleting everything on Instagram about the Carolina Panthers, Teddy Bridgewater. Where do we think he'll be suiting up next season? Um, I'm going to pick the Saints. I think he could be a decent game manager type of QB there, and we'll see about that. I'm going to say Carolina. I think I don't think they get Watson. I don't think they I don't think they start a new quarterback. I think they rock with Teddy Bridgewater for next year. 
Oh, the people in Carolina that hear that are going to hate you. Yeah. <laughs> but, Sean, I hate you right now, man. You took my idea. I think, <laughs> I, think Sean Pay- I think Sean Payton finds a way to bring Teddy Bridgewater back to the Saints, who are still kind of in that win-now mode. Uh, and what did Sean, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, he went like 6-0 and with the Saints when he took over for Drew Brees last year. So, uh, I think Sean Payton finds a way. Speaking of Saints, Jameis Winston. An interesting one. Um, I'll say him to the Pats. Ooh, I'm gonna say back to the Saints. I, I gonna... swear to I swear to God, we did not plan any of this, but I have him <laughs> oh, to wow. the Patriots too. Wow, I swear, <laughs> I don't do that a lot. We 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 did not plan this. Alex Smith just reported that he will be released today by the Washington football team. I think Alex Smith will be playing for his couch at home. Retirement, sail off into the sunset, Alex. You had a great comeback. One, one for the history books for sure, but it's time to relax now. I think he'll sign a one-day contract with the 49ers, then he'll retire. You see, I think he's more of a chief than a 49er. Mm, yeah. I don't, I don't, it didn't end well with the 49ers. They dumped him for Kaepernick. That's true. After he took him to the NFC Championship yeah. game the year before. Yeah, he definitely found himself on the Chiefs, I feel like, too. But I think he plays another year. I think, speaking of Chiefs, I think the connection he had with Matt Nagy when he was the offensive coordinator of the Chiefs, I think, goes a long way. I think the Bears are a little limited on what they, on what they could do for a quarterback. But I think he's going to go to the Chicago Bears. That's my pick. Reunion of Matt Nagy there. This one is a little bit off script, but where do we think Mitch, Trub- Mitch Trubisky is not going to be a starter next year, right? We, we, I didn't even put him down because, like, who really cares about Mitch Trubisky? Yeah. He could really be a backup at a lot of spots. I take him as, as the Jets' backup for what it's worth. Yeah, why not? I think Philadelphia makes a little bit of sense there. Could he find his way to New Orleans? Low-key? I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he's talented enough to go to New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been... Big we're, fan, a big fan of him. Yeah, we're not wasting our time on him. <laughs> Another Jets quarterback from the past, after <laughs> after we talked about, obviously, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, who was a Jet for like five minutes, by the way. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Obviously, I have a new team for him if he's moving on from the Miami Dolphins, but what do you guys think there? Uh, it'll be a backup job. This one is hard. I'm going to say the backup job for the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. I said uh, New England. Let's just stay in the division. Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be absolutely slinging that rock next year in the altitude in Denver and taking that team okay. to I like it. new, I like new levels of yeah. fun. Maybe not the playoffs, but fun. With yeah. Judy, Sutton, Noah Fant. Yeah. Stock I... up on those, those Denver Broncos pass catchers yeah. on your fantasy football team because yeah. they're getting some Fitz magic. Magic carpet's coming through. If it's magic, it's fun. You saw what he can do with uh, Marshall and Decker, you know? Yes, and then I saw the next year what he could do. And it, but <laughs> I magic went big, away. <laughs> big, big, big fan of Ryan Fitzpatrick. On to our next guy, Jimmy Garoppolo, whose name has been definitely under fire since the Niners season ended. I got him staying on the 49ers for another year. I'm in the same boat. Yeah, they seem to win with him. So, 
they're not in the draft position to draft another guy. So Niners. All right. That about does it for our veterans looking for another team. I don't think I missed anybody unless you guys want to talk about like Andy Dalton, but do we really want to give Andy Dalton the airtime? No, we don't. Even though we kind of just did. Um, onto the draft. We obviously disqualified Trevor Lawrence. We're going to start with Zach Wilson. Obviously, I'm going to go first. He's going to play for the Texans. Have at it, guys. Yeah, since I said Deshaun is coming to the green and white, uh, Zach Wilson will be in Houston. I'm drafting Zach Wilson to the Jets. That's a huge surprise right there. You guys just gasped. I can't believe. You guys can't believe I said that. But, yes, Zach Wilson. Wow. It's, it's interesting because I'm not going to lie to you. I really took what our guest last week, Connor, Connor Livesey, had to say about Justin Fields, how he was really close to Trevor Lawrence because he's not alone in feeling that way. And I could definitely see the Jets falling in love with him. Do not be surprised if, the, of course, the, the whole Deshaun Watson thing falls, falls through. If the Jets drafted Justin Fields over Zach Wilson, I could definitely see it. And this whole garbage take of, oh, well, he doesn't fit the LaFleur offense, the Shanahan type of system. A good coaching staff caters around the strengths of a young quarterback. We saw it in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. The whole offense was made for him. If you're good at your job, you find good players and you make them better and build around their strengths. You don't draft guys for a system. Go ask Chip Kelly how that helped, how that worked for him in Philadelphia. He's coaching the Bruins on Saturday at UCLA. Yeah. After running a franchise. Yeah. So. I would not be mad with Fields at all. I mean, if, if they like him and that's their guy, you know I'm all in. Yeah, I definitely agree with that as well. Ditto. All right. Our next rookie quarterback, let's just get into it, Justin Fields. I got him playing for the Texans. Uh, when Jake said that thing about his agent and Deshaun Watson, that was the first time I was hearing that, but – I don't think that could get in the way. I mean, it perhaps it could, but we will see. That's my pick for now. I said Atlanta. I said Atlanta. Well, he's a Georgia kid. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But the agent thing is a real thing, man, in professional sports. Yeah. I, I saw it with my basketball team. When Sean Marks first took over being the general manager of the Nets, he, all he did was try to repair the relationships with agents that Billy King ruined by signing subpar players to large offer sheets like – Tyler Johnson, who's on the team now, but uh, Alan Crabb, who eventually did come to the team, and then like Otto Porter Jr. So you have to have good relationships with agents, and clearly Cal McNair does not have good relationships with agents, particularly Deshaun Watson's and now Justin Fields. I said Justin Fields is going to be playing for the Carolina Panthers. I think they trade up and draft Justin Fields at either three or somewhere in the top five. I think Joe Brady would get a lot out of him and modify that offense enough for for Justin Fields and his strengths. That would be a fun team. Yeah. Oh, it really would be. Yeah. And Christian McCaffrey is not a piece in a Deshaun Watson trade. I've seen some <laughs> uh, some ludicrous opinions on that. A running back who's always hurt, making a lot of money. Oh, where have we seen this before? Not ending well for a team. That's, that's just what a team wants to do. That's going to be losing their franchise quarterback. They're everything. Just let's pay a running back a lot of money. God, so many Twitter GMs out there. 
All right, so our next rookie quarterback, Trey Lance, who has just been nothing but soaring up draft boards as of late. I have him playing for the Carolina Panthers. I think that fit would be that'd be another fun fit, honestly, just like Justin Fields, but that's my pick for now. Yeah, I said Carolina as well, and that they keep Teddy Bridgewater for the time being, but I think I think Carolina falls in love with uh Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance sits for a year. Um, perhaps half the year, maybe the Justin Herbert type of thing. I have him going to the Denver Broncos. I have Denver trading up for him, letting a veteran like Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, start the season and then going to Trey Lance. I don't think Drew Locke is very good. I think he's probably getting traded for a day three pick, if I had to guess. I I, I can't see Denver being too happy with him, but I, I, I could be wrong. I personally don't see it with him. I don't know how you guys feel. So. Um, that's how I feel there. And another rookie quarterback, second to last guy. And this is Alabama's Mac Jones, who has also risen up the draft board. So where is Mr. Jones playing next season? I'll be drafting him to the Minnesota Vikings. He'll sit behind Kirk and uh, we'll see what he can turn into for them. I said New Orleans. I think he sits um behind like a Jameis Winston or whoever but I think he gets into one of those situations yeah I have New Orleans too damn <laughs> Jake is I, getting I, swiped tonight. I, I think I I think I have these great <laughs> ideas and it's just eh, well confidence is everything beat you to it <laughs> and now our last quarterback to discuss and uh of this rookie class and just in general has been a guy that has done nothing but fall down draft boards. He started off as maybe a late day one pick, maybe second round. And our last guest, Connor Livesy, said he's a day three pick. And that's Kyle Trask out of Florida, who showed some things this year, I thought. So where do you guys think he goes? And I'm going to add a, a bonus to this question. When? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he knew what he was talking about. So. I- I'll say day three. I'll say I'll say round six to the Steelers. I think that's a little late, though, bro. I think I think like round four, four. I yeah. I was gonna say round four to Pittsburgh. Uh, to Pittsburgh, I have a fun one for you. How about the Los Angeles Rams? Mm, yeah. Low key. Uh, Matthew Stafford has two more years. You have a quarterback to develop maybe could develop into your backup this year or next year if anything were to happen to Stafford. We saw what Kyle Trask could do with all of his weapons when he had Cardarius Tony, Kyle Pitts. Put up good numbers, and then once they weren't, didn't play in that bowl game, he looked like a mess. So clearly he needs to be coached, and the Rams have the coaching for that, I think, even though they lost the Jets last season. But it is what it is there. I think McVay is a bright coach. So, yeah. Rams. That was fun. I like that one. I like yeah, that that, one. that was a fun segment. It was it was fun to talk about some other teams because we're, we're we are locked and loaded for the next couple of weeks. We have a ton a ton of shows to do on free agency and the draft. This is this is uh this is go time here, go time. So, how did you guys like talking about the other teams? I liked it. I, like I definitely that. like talking about the other teams. Nice, nice like change of pace, you know? 
because for everything to add up for our team, exactly. dominoes have to fall. Dominoes we talk have about to Sam. fall. Do we, do we do Sam or no? No. Wow. We did not do Sam. We did not do Sam Darnold. Um, you know, it's funny because I was, just so, I was just so amped up about Watson that I had put Darnold in the deal and I forgot he was even a thing. Oh, you put him in the deal. That makes sense. I put him in the deal to go to the Texans. I, okay. I think the Texans probably – I don't know. I think they flip him, but go ahead. I'm, I'm curious. It's just as, as the dominoes fell, there's one team standing, and that was the Washington football team. Yeah, I had the same thing pretty much. Last team left. Yeah. Could be traded for a second rounder. Who knows? But it seems like a good fit for him. Yeah, just not really a thought on my mind once we start going back to Sean <laughs> – like Sam Darnold to Deshaun Watson, come on! But Man. that was a blast. I this was a good show. Man, this was supposed one. to be a like uh, that one. a little bit of a maintenance day, a little bit of relax relaxation going on. Next week we have a really nice show planned for everybody. I don't want to spoil too much about it. Then the next week is free agency week. We will be here previewing free agency about the day before. Day one free agency recap, day two free agency recap, perhaps even day three free agency recap if Joe Douglas is feeling some type of way later on in the week. We have it all here at the Jetsway podcast. And if this is your first time listening, congratulations. You listened all the way to the end. So hopefully that means you like what you heard. So leave us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts, a little bit of commentary, never heard anybody. And feel free to follow us on Twitter at Jetsway Podcast to see our latest thoughts and hot takes and whatever, whatever else we have planned for the show. We truly appreciate it. Boys, next week is a new week. Take it easy. And as always, go Jets. Go Jets.